brought to you by the Every Dollar app. Start budgeting for free today. Juliet is with us in Greenville, South Carolina, as promised. Hi, Juliet. How can we help? Well, I wanted to ask your opinion. Me and my husband last year had about $250,000, and we invested at, um, in a CD at our credit union, and it has matured. And we're wondering if we should go back to the same uh, thing, invested in a CD, and, um, or to look elsewhere. And we're, we really don't want to take a risk with the money. So we're both 80 years old, and we didn't feel like we wanted to take a risk in the stock market. Mm-hmm. But we wanted your opinion of what you thought we should do. I would go right back and renew that CD. You would? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't pay very much. It's not a very good long-term investment, but it gives you a lot of peace. And you told me three times you didn't want risk. And I heard you. And I heard you. Okay. 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 So I'm 63, and I don't have any CDs. All of mine is invested in mutual funds in the stock market. But I'm comfortable with that risk. And I can tell by talking to you that if you did that with your 250,000, you would be awake at night scared. You're probably exactly right. And the last thing I want to cause is a sweet 80 year old person to be awake at night. (laughs) Okay. Now let me ask you the second question. Is any of these, do you think that any of these investment companies uh, would their CDs pay more than the credit union? They might, but it's not enough to fool with. Okay. Uh, in other words, what are you getting on this CD? What are they offering you when you renew it? Well, I think um, I think she said 5.5. That's not bad at all. Okay. Okay. If you got if you got six, but you were dealing with people you didn't know and trust, like your credit union, again. Yes. Again, this is about sleeping well at night, and I wouldn't lose. I wouldn't go jumping around, and get a half a percent more, and lose sleep. Right. Because you're very okay. you're very comfortable with this credit union, and the NCUA does have a two hundred fifty thousand dollar guarantee on this, so you're covered on your guarantee. And uh, if the credit union failed, in other words, like an FDIC, but the uh, with a credit yeah. union, it's not FDIC; it's called the NCUA. But anyway. Yeah, you're you're fine there. I, I personally would just tell you to stay right there. Okay, that's what I wanted your opinion. So yeah, that's, but that's you need. But I'll, I'll say it again for the sake of our listeners. That's not because it's that five and a half percent is a great long term investment because it's really not. It's because no. I want you to be able to sleep, and five and a half percent is a good CD. And we're do- talking about your comfort here not about a 20-year investment horizon. That's right. Okay, so if Juliet called, she's 80 80 years old, and she says, Dave, we got $250,000. We just cashed out the CD. What's the best? What would you do if you were us? And she wasn't fearful of the risk. Juliet was. She was, you know, again, I appreciated you taking care of her because, yes, we don't want her to be stressed out. But if somebody is 80 years old with $250,000 and... They're not worried about it as much. What would you do at 80 years old? Well, with some of my investments at 63, it would also be more true at 80. 
I'm already realizing that some of the investing I'm doing is not for me because I'll never touch it. Yeah. It's really for the next generation. Yeah. And so uh, you guys, the Ramsey, you know, the Ramsey kids are going to be getting this stuff. And so when I make an investment decision now, unless it's a five or a 10 year horizon, if I'm buying something out there long term, I'm obviously thinking about, you know, the next generation after I'm gone. And so, uh, you know, if we're to superimpose that on her situation, if you've got 250000 you're putting it into a CD, that tells me you're not living on it because that CD is not paying you monthly. Mm-hmm. So you don't need a return on that. So they've got other money yeah. that they're living on. Mm-hmm. So they very likely, uh, unless they, something comes up and they need this money, sure, but sure. they very likely are doing their investing for the next generation mm-hmm. at 80 years old. And so if you took that mindset, it'd be easy to put it in mutual funds because you might not be here five years, but you know, the next generation will be. Sure. Yeah. And you could, they could leave it alone. Just, you know, we're going to dump 250,000 in mutual funds. And then when we pass, it'll pass to the kids. Yeah. Yeah. And you uh, you never, you never touch it. You're not really investing for yourself at that point. Yes. Okay. So here's, here's what's funny. I was telling you during the break, Winston and I sat with our smart investor pro this morning. Mm -hmm. We do it once a year and kind of like look at all the investments. And, uh, I was actually telling, uh, someone out in the lobby, Avery, she's 15 and she was talking about her Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. And I told her that, uh, I looked at when, when I started mine mm-hmm. and when I started working for you guys, mm-hmm. even in high school and all of it. And, and as we're talking through all the numbers and looking at everything, you know, our investment pro, he was like, okay, this is good. And, you know, I'm here and here and here. And he's like, and what's crazy is what you guys are investing here. You probably won't touch. It'll be for your kids. And so as you're saying this to me, your daughter, you're investing money that you won't touch. I'm investing money I probably won't touch. And that, you guys, is a family tree change. Like when we yeah. say yeah. that what you're doing today. When you tr- don't need the money to live you or to you do start the things you want to do. Yeah, yeah. To, to, to pass that on. And when you give dignity to your kids' parents out there with little ones and teach them to work and and you know be able for them to live out the principles on their own, regardless of what their parents are doing, and then they teach it to their kids, right? It's just this big, big legacy snowball effect that just keeps turning over and over. When everyone does their part <laughs> in each generation, it just keeps it going down the line. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty remarkable. And it's really um, encouraging all to you out there that are on baby steps one, two, and three, and you're really grinding it out. Well, and if you, you blink... You start to do this. If you blink, it'll be 20 years. Because that Roth IRA you did as a teenager is 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And... That money that you were working and, you know, I filed a tax return. I paid the taxes on it. and I, It was an know, $800 you, initial investment. Yep. Isn't that funny? He pulled it up. It was $800. Yeah. That, that, that was what your earned income was that year. Yeah. And that's what you're allowed to report. And I put that in into a Roth. And then the next year, I think it was probably 1500 or something or whatever. I mean, several years in a row, we did that with each of you as you worked. And uh, But, I mean, 20 years later, psh, yeah, it's amazing where that becomes. It's great. It's crazy. It's great. Create your free every dollar budget today, the simplest way to budget for your life.